Welcome to the Transformation Goddess Divine Feminine Spotlight. I'm Shan Vanderleek, podcaster and blogger at transformationgoddess.com. The intention of the Divine Feminine Spotlight is to share transformational stories of women who have learned to walk in beauty with the strength, courage, and pleasure of claiming their feminine sovereignty. And today, it's my honor to introduce you to my friend, Carol Fogarty. Carol is a writer, a relaxation alchemist, crafter of delicious slow retreats and workshops, sprinkled with a background trained in counseling, restorative yoga, meditation, and holistic healing. Carol is amazing, and I am beyond honored to have her here today. Welcome, Carol. Oh, thank you. And hello to everyone from Australia. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's just so lovely to be with you again. As we mentioned before the interview, it's been a couple of years since we talked. We've been paying attention to one another via Instagram and Facebook and those places. But to hear your voice again is really wonderful. Oh, and same here, likewise. So we're going to start today uh, with the first question, which is, I'd love it if you would share a significant transformation that you've experienced recently in your life? Well, any transformations that I would have had 12 months ago are long forgotten and integrated. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, Unless something comes up that's... I guess um, my thing is, is which I'm working on on a daily basis is to just sit in my trust to sit mm-hmm. in my belly, to sit in my body and to trust my intuition. When I tend to do that, things flow and when I get off track, when my thoughts get scattered or when I get pulled in directions that I didn't intentionally want to go with, then things get a bit wobbly. So I've I've learned, not necessarily over the 12 months, but it's sort of been a build-up over life, but it's been really strong in the last 12 months is to trust and um, to go with the flow and the more I do that the more things happen effortlessly happen effortlessly in my family or happen effortlessly in my work Uh, a couple let's see what a couple of examples actually one is nearly 12 months ago I had a feeling to uh, because I have a blog that I write writing's my passion I tend to be very connected to my higher self or my spirit or my soul or to the universe when I write, when the mind sort of gets pushed aside and and it's a great vehicle for me to get in in touch with myself and my higher wisdom. So I write a blog. I have lots of readers that, that follow my blog, tens of thousands all around the world, which is lovely. And sometimes seems odd sitting in my little flat with my three boys here in Australia and, <laughs> and the majority of my readers are in America and from England. Anyway, I had a feeling that I wanted to give back to my readers and I thought I would do a um, healing circle from home crafted with you know crystals and some beautiful essences and bits from nature and whatever I felt like um, adding to the healing circle. And I was a bit hesitant um, offering it to my blog because I thought I didn't know whether my readers were open to that sort of thing and I didn't really want to isolate some of the readers as well. Sure. But 
it, the feeling was very strong in my belly. I was in a moment of pausing and being in that listening state, which is a very powerful state for me to be in. And so I offered it as a gift to my readers that I was doing it on the 1st of January and if anyone wanted to join, just send me an email with their name and a word they wanted to focus on. So it was sort of pushing the send button and sort of gulping, thinking, well, what am I doing? What's <laughs> right. going to happen? But it felt right, even though there was a little bit of fear, but that was just the mind getting involved, which got nothing to do with my intuition. So I sort of pushed that aside, released it, thinking I would get probably 20 or 30 people that um, would be interested in doing the healing circle, um, being part of it. And I got hundreds and uh, close to like 800. <laughs> and I was really, really taken back. I was thinking, gosh, wow. Yeah. Um, wow on a few levels. Wow, I trusted my gut, my intuition, and and obviously that's what's needed. I just then thought, well, perhaps I need to do this more often as a service to somebody. I didn't quite feel right about charging because I get lots of e emails with people with questions and situations in life that are struggling on all sorts of levels and financial is one of them. So I, th I just sort of sat with it for a while, meditated with it, just listened to what came up and, it, and the, the answer that I got from within was to offer them on a monthly basis via donation and mm -hmm. then whatever people could afford, they could um, contribute that way. So right. that's what I did and they've been going strong ever since. Oh, that's great. It's, uh, so it comes back again to the... Tr trusting in your intuition and and um, creating time, I guess, to be with it, creating sure. a listening space, pausing. Sure. I love my pausing. I love my pausing too, <laughs> which leads us right to the next question. And, and I know the answer to this, um, but I would love for you. <laughs> I, lo I would love for you. know what my answer is going to be? <laughs> I think I do. Well, when you hear the question, you'll, you'll know. Um, but I'd love for you to share what some of your favorite sacred feminine rituals are because I, I know you're you're living a, a sacred feminine ritual. Breathe would be the um, most obvious. Yes. Uh, the feminine energy for me is about receiving, a lot to do with, you know, receiving and to receive we need to pause and to be able to receive and breathe deeply. So breathe is my whole, the breath is, is medicine. Mm -hmm. Um the breath is an indication of what's going on in the body. So if you're holding your breath, which I do, you know, we're all human, you know, you're, you're restricting on a physical level, you know, oxygen coming into the body, the organs having space, but energetically there's that inner clenching in the body. So the breath, I'm a big component of the breath being medicine and just focusing on your breath, whether it's into the belly at the top part of the chest, whether it's being clenched, whether it's reverse breathing, right, um, which happens to a lot of women, uh, reverse breathing being as you inhale, you suck the belly in. And when you suck the belly in, you're restricting the breath, you're restricting the blood flow, you're creating less space for the organs and you're just living a restricted version of yourself. So having a nice swollen full belly that sort of in, inflates like a balloon, brings more prana, more shakti energy, more feminine essence into the body. 
mm-hmm. and that's where we store it down in the belly, which mm-hmm. then nurtures the the intuition, of course. Too that gives the intuition a bigger space on which to to bubble away and reside as well. So breath, you probably knew I was going to say breath, didn't? <laughs> <laughs> how do you how do you relate to your body, sexuality, and power? How do I relate to my body? Well. I go through phases of being disconnected from my body because I'm very much sort of out there in the ether, connected to other realms and energies and I work hard at being in my body, being earthed and grounded and sitting in my body and obviously the breath is the connection between the mind and body, bringing that energy down for me. Sexuality is a... I've worked... I think about 15 years ago, I specifically worked purely with sexual energy and bringing awareness through a Tao system, through a Chinese system. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's the most potent energy in the body. And uh, the program that I did, people were cultivating it. They were expanding it in the body and then directing that energy to certain parts of their body to heal that part of the body. It was really quite a, it wasn't more from a man, woman, sexual point of view. It was for your own self, building up that sensual energy um, through the body, through a a certain energy channel in the body. So it was breathed through the front, down to the base chakra, up through the back of the spine, through the crown of the head and down again, rotating it around. We sort of moved into our varium breathing and, I haven't done that for ages. You've just reminded me of it by saying that word. There's lots of things that I've done over the years and then forgotten about, but they come back into your life just when you need them again too right. as well. Right. I don't know whether I answered your question. I got <laughs> a tangent there. Well, I, think, I, I think you did. It, it's, uh, so many women uh, want to know how other women are relating to their bodies and their sexuality and their power and as I'm sure you've seen teaching your beautiful workshops um, many of us are not in our bodies many of us are closed off to our sexual energy and certainly to um, our own power and so that's why I came back around to that question and how you hold how you hold your own and live live in your body and and relate to your sexuality and power pausing breathing and listening would be the answer to that to listen that's all you have to do is listen (laughs) (laughs) and when we don't listen that's when a disconnect happens with the body and that's when you know something might go wrong or not quite right or we don't have a harmonious relationship with it but if we listen to it and honor it and when I need to eat, I will pause and eat because that's what my body needs now is nourishment. When I need to drink, I'll pause and drink. Or when I need to be in nature because that's what my body needs, it's, it's the practice of listening and then and, and honouring it and then doing whatever comes up in that listening space. So And changes all the time because we're, we're, we're in different environments all the time. There's different stuff happening all the time. And we're all unique, so that you know, there's certainly not a one size fits all. Um, no. Nature's probably big for me, and time alone is big for me. I've got three boys, and and they're always ex. You know, there's five, six boys in the house at any one time. So 
time alone for me helps me come back to myself, helps me sit more deeply in my body and helps me listen more clearly, gives that spaciousness. I'll come back to the breath too because the breath, one of the main things for me about the breath being as medicine and using it as medicine on a daily basis is bringing space into our thoughts and bringing space into our body um, for a physical, neurological and, and you know, for a spiritual um, reason as well, being our intuition and our inner guidance and, yeah. And it's, a, it's amazing to me how, how many, and I'm sure some of our listeners right now, just don't even realize how potent that is and how, and frankly, how easy it is to start practicing with your breath, whether it's just taking a few deep breaths and, and realizing where where are you breathing from and what does that feel like and what's happening to your body when you uh, inhale and exhale and how does it feel and versus taking it for granted because, well, we're born and we breathe, right? I, I love, love opening people's hearts and minds and eyes to their breath and, and oh, wow, that really does feel different when I create that spaciousness or, oh, I just caught myself shallow breathing or why, hmm, what's going on? Why am I constricted? Exactly. Mm. And it's also the, I feel the, the thoughts attached to the breath because we're, there's many layers to it. So it's what you're thinking at the time of that breath. So there's a couple of mantras that I use often when I'm not sure of outcomes. And I'm also, at the moment, I'm going through a phase where I'm, I'm doing the best not to be a, attached to certainty. Mm. Um, and the more that I am able to use the breath as that vehicle to, to let go and release my attachment to, to certainty, the more things will unfold and happen as they're meant to anyway. Right. Um, so when I'm inhaling deeply... I can notice the physical sensations in the body too, but I'm also mindful of what thoughts, because thoughts have an energy, and what I'm inhaling with that breath. And so I trust is a huge one for me. When, when things are rushing along, I'll just come and sit back into myself. I'll inhale and I trust. Mm. I inhale, I trust, and exhale, I trust, that, and that creates spaciousness in the thoughts in my body and around me so I can see the world with expanded awareness or feel or sense with expanded awareness and not just through a narrow, because um, the mind doesn't have the answers. The mind likes to think it knows the answers. Right. <laughs> it doesn't, <laughs> it sure. doesn't really, it gets in the way. Yes. Um, and to, and it's scary when, when I allow and I allow, I trust and I allow the two mantras and I allow uh, for uncertainty. I allow for um, for a greater version of myself to appear. I allow for answers that I could not have even possibly dreamed of to appear before me. So we were talking just previously before we we started this call. I've just had a little eye operation, and which meant I couldn't work, and I could not work for a while so I've had to rearrange my schedule and things and a little bit of fear started to arise and my breath was getting constricted and I was feeling you know worry and which is natural 
But then I came back to the breath, came back to my mantras. I allow, um, I trust, I trust in the flow of my life. I trust in the divine timing of my life. And I spent sort of two days doing that. And then all of a sudden, magically, um, my worry was taken away. I had um, bookings for my retreats for next year in Bali. I'm not just one or two bookings. I'm talking about the four retreats are nearly booked out now. (laughs) And it was like... I could not in a million years have imagined that. Right. And I don't, as you know, I don't really advertise. It's just my blog. Right. So just by coming back into my centre, trusting that I'll be supported, trusting that I'll be looked after, by honouring my body just with the breath, honouring my thoughts, keeping them in alignment to, to, to just sitting deeply in myself and then it just resolved itself and then I could like, right, okay. Right. Oh, I can focus a, on oh. healing and relaxing and receiving. What a powerful, what a powerful uh, example because that you, you practice exactly what you share and preach and write about and, and you were able to take that right in and, and make that space that you needed and then see that beautiful outcome. On the flip, can I just say on the flip side too that it doesn't always work out like that. Like sometimes... There's no answer, there's no solution, you know, there's no possible way out, whatever the situation might be. And then I come back to I trust again. It's a divine timing thing. It's not meant to be. I'm not ready. There's something else that needs to happen first. I mean, that I just come, in, come back to my centre, come back to that mantra of I trust and, and do my best to not be attached to specific outcomes or... Um, attached to the certainty of it all. You know, we're mm-hmm. wanting things to all line up perfectly and, and, and flow in a certain way. And, and yeah, so sometimes it, always, it doesn't work out that way either. Right. And sometimes it does. But either way, I use that mantra. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, just in case someone's listening and saying, well, it's not working for me. Well, it doesn't work for me all the time either because there's things I don't know about that need to happen or it's a divine timing thing or, you know, I'm a, and to, bring myself back, I allow or I trust right. the, with the breath mm. and the support of the universe. Tell us, tell us how else you embody being a sovereign goddess because when I think of a sovereign goddess, I think of you. Oh, do you? Oh, I gosh. Do. I know. Oh, I do. Um, I don't think of myself as anything. I don't plan. I don't have goals. I try to just be the best version of myself. I try, try is probably not, I should not use that word, try, but I'm, I can't think of anything else to use at the moment. I, I go with the flow and I, I honour myself and what my body needs now. I go with the flow. Mm. This, the, and if I go against the flow, if my mind gets caught up and it starts wanting to achieve and do and be this, then, and it's not meant to be, then I'm wobbly and off track and I'm not living my truth. I'm living a more masculine energy because the masculine, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with me, I live in a house of boys, so I'm well aware of masculine energy, but there <laughs> needs to be a balance within us and sure. the masculine energy is quite do, you know, push, achieve and I have quite a strong pitta in me as well which wants mm. to do that but then there is a dis gradually over time if I get caught up in that stream of energy and that way of being in life then there's a disconnect from my feminine self 
Um, oh, yeah, there's a disconnect from receiving. So I work very hard on creating lots of, in my home, creating lots of yin energy mm-hmm. because of all the boys in the home. And I and again, coming back to that listening, just coming back, listening to myself, am I living excessively from a masculine energy? Has there a disconnect taken place? Is uh, Do I feel internally balanced? And um, your body can often reflect that, like you can feel it in parts of your body where you're stiffer or tighter or whatever. There's lots of ways that you can check in to find that. But over my life, going with the flow would be the way I stay in, in touch with my feminine self. Well, you're doing a beautiful job of it. It's it's wonderful to to watch you live your life in such a graceful and sacred way. It's just gorgeous. Oh, thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I surprise myself sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about your inspiration for offering your nurturing slow retreats for women. The inspiration People ask me all the time how I start retreats I, and I, I have, don't really have an answer. It just happened. Again, it would have been an intuitive hit and I offered one retreat and it booked out and then I offered another retreat. Um, I've been doing them 10 years now. They've evolved and changed over the years um, with the feedback I've got from people and working um, with people and... I, now they've come to a place that I call them a slow retreat because we need to, I feel, lots of us, we've got excessive stimulation, we're going, we're being encouraged to go faster and faster from what's happening externally and it's becoming a little bit harder to slow down, come back to within ourselves, lose the scattered energy. So I've, I've got this real desire now to bring a little bit of stillness into people's lives so they can have some time out and be with themselves. It might take two or three days and then they can sink into who they are, connect with themselves again. There's nothing magical that I do. I simply hold the space for that week and then allow whatever that individual needs to happen to happen. Um, of course, I do the restorative yoga and we do lots of breathing, therapeutic breathing rituals and things, but it's very gentle, it's very slow and it just gives everyone an opportunity um, to slow down a little. Mm. And a you, you, you go to Bali often and I know that you've just gotten back from Brighton and you have an event in Spain coming up as well in, in 2015. Yes, I've been drawn. I don't know how that happened either. I've just been drawn to um, to Europe. I guess I have a lot of readers there and Bali is a long way to go for Americans or for mm-hmm. English. I did a, a Nurture the Feminine weekend in England. Um, it was just a feeling that I had and I, I jointly did it with a, a beautiful woman who was actually on one of my retreats many years ago. And I released that. And that booked out within sort of a week or 10 days. And I was like, okay, obviously we're meant to be doing this. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wonderful. So it's uh, just going with the flow. Yeah. Mm. So, mm. you know, there might not be any Europe's the year after or I just, however, if it flows easily and effortlessly, then it will happen. Um, but I'm certainly, I used to push years ago. I don't push 
or strive so much anymore. I like things to just unfold and flow easily. So, yes, but Europe, I'm doing Europe. That's correct. Yeah, that's great. Tell us about the Relaxation Manifesto poster that you have created and that you are generously giving to anybody listening or, or reading our blog. Cool. It's I do little I do little daily um, rejuvenating rituals on my blog, and my blog has a Facebook page, Rejuvenation Lounge Facebook page, and I do little tips every day. And I was asked that I should collect them all and put them together in one place, which is makes sense. So, well, for a few years now, I've been thinking of doing an ebook that will eventually happen when it happens. Um, <laughs> But in the interim, I thought, well, I'll just do a little poster or something that well, I think I did it in a few different formats. So it's for your iPad, desktop, iPhone. So there, it, you can look at it, print it out, put it anywhere near your computer would be good um, or near your bed. And there's just lots of little tips like breathe, let it go. Yeah, lots of little simple words um, that... And it's beautiful and it's, it's help turquoise. Yeah, it's it's beautiful, and it's the color is is deliberately chosen too. Mm -hmm. The color turquoise, as well, will have a um, a subtle impact on your energies as well. That sort of balances the masculine, feminine. But the manifesto, I guess, is about pausing and breathing, really. So you can it's just a reminder to pause and to inhale and exhale deeply into the body. Yeah. Mm, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to make several copies and put them all over the place. <laughs> That's what I think. Well, last but not least, how? what is the best way for our listeners and readers to uh, be in touch with you, to, to receive your daily tips and to read your blog and to learn more about your wonderful Slow Retreats for Women? Uh, my blog is Rejuvenation Lounge, so I guess that's the best way because there's a link there to the daily rituals and um, the Facebook page. And I do posts, well, I do posts when they get born. So that might be weekly, it might be once a month. So the articles, just depending on how the energy goes. But whatever I write about, it's something that is important to me at the time something that's resonated with me, something that's helped me. So I figured if it's helped me, then it, you know, as long as it helps one other person out there, then, then I'll, I'll share something about it up on the, up on the blog. Mm. Can I just, there's something I just want to, um, I'm just about, I'm just doing a, another post um, when I can write properly on my computer. There's a book that I've just read. I don't know whether you've read it. Have you read Dying to Be Me? I have not. Have you heard of it? I have not. Anita Morgiani, I think it is, it is an amazing book. It's about a woman who had a near-death experience and um, came back to life. But you don't need an illness to, to read it. It's not heavy because of her illness. It's just the most amazing. Um, I just got lots of aha moments out of it and I just oh. thought whoever's listening now, might like to, they might have heard of it. I don't know whether, I'm sort of into the three taps on the shoulder. So I heard about right. this book when I was in England recently and I heard about it 
three times all in the space of a week. And I was like, okay, universe, I'm obviously meant to get this book. I'm obviously meant to read it. I'm, uh, and um, I read it really quickly and I'll reread it again uh, when my eyes a little bit better. And uh, I'm about to share it with my readers on my blog. So I thought I'd share it with um, your listeners and oh, your readers too. Oh, I'm so too. glad that you did. Because it's, it's gorgeous. It's just you'll get lots of aha moments out of it. Oh, good. Well, and I, I do a monthly book review, uh, and so that might end up uh, for December. I was looking for a book to read for December and to oh, put you'll up love there. it. So, <laughs> you'll, so I'll you'll, make sure I get a copy and then I'll and I'll share it. That's wonderful. I just had you know you. books when you read it and all you read a sentence. It's a simple sentence, but it's quite profound and deep, and you get little tingles up and down on your skin and your arms. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this book is just so pure and gorgeous and you'll love wonderful. it <laughs> so i just i pulled a um i just wanted to let you know because i i know you you like goddess cards or different oracle cards and um the card that i just pulled for us in this conversation is infinite supply you are supplied uh, <laughs> you are supplied that, for sedna. today and all of your tomorrows sedna yes yeah, gorgeous. Well, the, I I did a crystal for us today. I had labradorite, which was is sort of free will and aligning all aspects of ourselves. So that was the that will be the essence. That anyone who listens to this, they'll be getting the labradorite energy and the sedna energy as well. That's Lucky them. I know, <laughs> so beautiful. Well, Carol, it's been such a pleasure talking with you again. Is there anything else that you'd like to share before we uh, move on and get back to our lives outside of this conversation no but let's just all take a deep inhale into our bellies that might be a lovely way to finish and uh and then letting it go with a lovely exhale easily and effortlessly always like to add that <laughs> yeah oh that's so nice it's been lovely chatting to you it has been all the so way lovely. from australia I know, Australia to northern Michigan. It's a, it's a beautiful thing. I'm grateful to Skype, and grateful to you. I'm so excited to share a little bit more of your gorgeousness with Transformation Goddess, and uh, we'll be in touch real soon. Oh, absolutely. Thank you so much. It's been a joy. Thanks for listening. I invite you to visit transformationgoddess.com to claim Walk in Beauty in 15 Minutes, a five-part audio series that I created to help you awaken the goddess within. While you're at Transformation Goddess, I invite you to check out our blog, our upcoming class offerings, and just see what we're all about. I'd love to have you come and play. Thanks again.